just a, I'm just a, that sound good, yeah. A bunch of poison in my bloodstream Now it's getting ugly, I must be another junkie How lucky am I to still be alive? I'm going crazy Bought a Mercedes with money I raised for Haiti Abducted Brenda's baby, sold it to a gay couple Take drugs, who high enough to juggle with some space shuttles Your worst nightmare, breathing all the white air Inhale, exhale That sound good right there Yeah, the unforgettable, walking bicentennial man Born an idea, was never a man I'm with abs, the asshole Nickel nine and primo, shit Larry Fish, he brought the Technicolor dream coats I'm spitting on the face of Evo You internet rappers with no matter how to leave show I ain't human, more movement of illusions Live from confusion, if you see him, shoot him Boom That, that, that sound good right there That, that sound good right right. That, that sound good right Yo, yo, yo What up, what up, what up What up, everybody? Welcome, welcome, welcome Welcome to the Hood Loves Me podcast I am your gracious host Mitchell Brown Thank you all for joining us today, this evening, this afternoon, whenever you choose to listen to our wonderful podcast we put on for you motherfuckers because we love y'all. Um, this is a very special podcast, a special show. We have um, a guest here. Uh, we're going to talk about the reason for the guest, but um, we got my man Saladin Davis. Sal, s- s- say hi to the wonderful people. What's going on, folks? What's going on? So Sal is here for a limited time, and and you know what? I have to apologize. You're talking about me like I'm a product or something. You, you dead right here, what nigga? Limit. <laughs> listen. <laughs> oh, oh well, we, that's that, what it is. That's a whole other. Listen, whole nother that's a whole other conversation, <laughs> right? But um, you know, you guys see me talk about Sal all, all the time. Sal is one of the wisest young dudes. Not that he's young, because because you grown as fuck in these streets. You know what I'm saying? I, but, I am. But, but, but Sal is one of the wisest cats that, that I know. Um, I'm going to give him some, some time to, 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 to talk about where it is you can find him um, and, and the different things that he has working on. He has a lot of good things coming to the world shortly. Um, however, if this is your first time listening to the Hood Loves Me podcast, please subscribe, rate, and comment. Shout out to Anchor FM. Because of Anchor FM, we are on about a dozen different platforms. So we're on Spotify, we're on SoundCloud, we're on Stitcher Radio, we're on iTunes, we're on Google Play. If you listen to podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts, we should be there, right? Um, So just had uh, my favorite Mac Millerverse bumping. To be fair, I'm not too familiar with Mac Miller's music. Um, I did listen to his most recent album. It's a good album. Uh, R.I.P. to Mac Miller. Um, wish I would have, you know, taken some time to learn more about Mac Miller as, as an artist, uh, while he was still with us. I mean, I mean, it it sucks that, you know, you wait till somebody dies to, to really dive into their music and dive into their work. Um, he seems like he was, he was heavily respected in his peer group. Um, seemed like a lot of people liked him, uh, especially women. Like Mac Miller did his thing with the ladies. I don't know if you saw on 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 Twitter, but like, ladies, please. Also, fellas, be careful who you send these DMs to because they had did the same thing to Chinks, where like cats die 
ladies be publishing DMs and publishing text messages and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's 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 that that's that's late. Now I mean now I mean in his in his defense, I really ain't see nothing suspect. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, one like he was he was he was he was like texting a chick trying to get his anal beads back or something like that. Don't just start letting loose. You feel me? Just because I'm dead private anything. Come on, I'm gone. You feel what I'm saying? Like come on. Let's not let that that ain't that that ain't it, right? Rest in peace to that man. It's um, it, it is man. It's and we and we talk about this all the time between you know the two of us is you know celebrating people out of here. Work whoever that you enjoy music wise, whoever you enjoy you know entertainment wise as well as your people. Work you know enjoy you know let everybody know you love them you know express your your gratitude but you know uh, all around because that day could come at any point any time for any one of us you know. Frank Sinatra said, "Live every day like it's your last because one day it will be." You know what I'm saying? Um, so before I talk about the other rest in peace, uh, I guess, messages or, or, or you know, you know, condolences that we want to send out. One thing that I don't appreciate is, you know, Mac Miller, he may or may not have had his demons. Um, you know, we don't know what the toxicology report says. We don't know what the autopsy results are. But Mac Miller had his issues, had his his demons. And that's that man's personal business. I really don't appreciate when people take time to 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 write articles about like, oh, does hip hop have an opioid problem? Right. Hip hop doesn't have an opioid problem. The world has an opioid problem. You know what I'm saying? Mac Mac Miller was a, a citizen of the world. He just happened to do music for a living. You know what I mean? But let's not start to use this as a way to disparage hip-hop any more than it's already been disparaged through the, through the masses, especially when all you motherfuckers going to do is copy our shit anyway. You know what I'm saying? So, R.I.P. to Mac Miller. Thoughts and prayers go out to his family, as well as R.I.P. to Burt Reynolds. Right Now, now Burt Reynolds and Mac Miller were, were, were on opposite ends of... The, the motherfucking spectrum, right? Like, Burt Reynolds died when he was 82. Yeah. Mac Miller died in his late 20s. Mid, mid-20s. mid It was 26, I, right? 26, right? Yeah. So, Burt Reynolds... I'm sure Burt Reynolds did a lot of opioids in his life. That motherfucker partied through the, through the 60s, partied through the 70s, and he's been a star for about 40 years. At least. At least. And there was a point in time where Burt Reynolds, according to... You know, a lot of people's grandmothers was the sexiest man out here. Yeah. So so he was probably slinging wood right alongside Will Chamberlain <laughs> around that time. You know what I'm saying? So R.I.P. to Burt Reynolds. Um, I appreciated a lot of his work. Longest Yard, Boogie Nights, all that shit. He seemed like a really, really, really cool dude. Um, also, R.I.P. to Crisada Rodriguez. Unfortunately, much like Mac Miller, I did not know about this woman's impact. While she was with us, um, seemed like a beautiful woman, based off of the external, right? Yeah. And 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 it it seems like she did a lot to bring value to people's lives. Um, she was she was a fashion blogger, and a lot of ladies were upset. And I learned about her from you know women that are close yeah, to me yeah, yeah. that my appreciated wife, her. My wife work. told me word, know, and then I started to see how a lot of um, women, uh, famous and not, were. You know, very affected by her passing. So yeah, it's it's, it's definitely a big deal. Um, so same way with me, I didn't know much about her while she was here, but definitely rest in peace to that young woman. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. So so um, yeah. But listen, can we get into the shits? Yeah, go ahead. All right. So some of y'all know, I live in New Jersey. 
um, rather close to New York City. And this past week, we had New York City Fashion Week. My good friend Tiffany says, it's New York City, I'm whack as hell Fashion Week, right? Because, you know, all, all it is is a big show, right? People that don't even work in the fashion industry, people that don't even dress nice, be out there wearing a three-in-a-pack polo t-shirts or shit like that. Well, you know, dressing nice is, you know, it's relative. Dressing nice is relative. That's the, see, see, that's that wisdom that I was talking about. Um, motherfuckers that ain't wise, <laughs> right? From what I understand, word around the campfire is Beyonce, I mean, Beyonce, listen to me. Beyonce was not, it'd have been a big yeah, deal of Beyonce. It, yeah, it. yeah, let, let me not say Don't anything bad about, 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 about Queen Beyonce. All the wrong reasons. All the wrong reasons. They yes. will cancel my shit Absolutely. if I talk about Beyonce. Yo, did I tell you about the Beyonce show that I went to? Maybe. Beyonce's incredible. Shout out to Beyonce. Hey, girl. Um, but Cardi and Nikki, yo. Cardi and Nikki got into a little bit of a uh, skerfuffle, right? Find myself in a bit of a pickle. Um, and yo, I could tell some of y'all don't know shit about boxing. Like it's like high school. You know how in like high school you might have beef with somebody, but you can't really fight in high school because yeah. it's gonna be thirty niggas in front of you. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, right. Now I mean, Cardi and Nicki, they, I, I really don't know why they beefing. Allegedly, Nicki Minaj has some negative things to say about Cardi's parenting. I don't know how she would know Cardi B been a parent for a week and a half. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what, what you know what I'm saying? That ain't that ain't really n- nobody's business. But people forget that Cardi been broke longer than she been rich. That's the truth. You know what That's I'm saying? It's it, it's hard That's to true. make That's that true. curve. You know what I'm saying? That's true. Also, the reason why people like Cardi is because Cardi's so quote unquote relatable. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, now, I fucks with Cardi. And part of the reason why I think that Cardi is having the success that Nicki Minaj is not having is because Cardi does something that Nicki doesn't. Cardi is herself. Nicki is a character. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, Nicki Minaj is this character, this Barbie character or whatever, and, and she just plays this figure, whereas though Cardi will tell you about, you know what I'm saying, I got a bag and fix my teeth, you know, now I pay my mama bills, yeah, she, you know what I'm she saying? She comes off as if she's telling you all... All sides of the story, not just the good. Right? And I mean, listen, I don't want to see any of these ladies get hurt. I don't think that I don't think that it's gonna to get to that point. However, I would like to see them fight. Really? I would like to see them fight. Why? I like seeing women fight. Okay. Well I mean, well, I, mean I mean as long as you as long as you admit yeah. that the reason why yeah. you like to see them fight is some you know, nothing positive at all. Yeah. Just so possibly okay. I can see a titty or two fall out. Oh see, yeah, okay. Like yeah. That's yeah. that's that's what yeah. it is. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm not I mean I'm not white, but um, it, it just for I, I mean I just think that almost every you know disagreement amongst people who are not you know friends or family or close in that sense it's a, it's the biggest of misunderstandings right like absolutely and at the end of the day like I feel like this I, I think this is starting to happen more because we're letting the things that are supposed to connect us disconnect us like social media. Hmm. You know, like you. How do you mean? So social media and 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 it's you know, realist form or Raw's firm is supposed to be able to connect you to people who you can't be around. Okay. Right. Okay. So I can connect the when Facebook came out. I can connect with my people down at Winston Salem State, even though I'm at Stony Brook. Correct. So to connect it, it's meant to connect us, but it's disconnected us because we having conversations through social media. I see what you're doing on what you post on social media, and I feel like. 
you told me. Now, you told everybody who has access to your page, I just happened to see it. Mm -hmm. That wasn't an intimate conversation of any Mm -hmm. sort, but it makes it feel like you know what's going on with your people. True. Or with people that you don't know. True. So, when the further you are away from this person or people, I feel like the more disconnected the messaging is and everybody else in between starts to kind of tell you or say to you what's supposed to be happening as opposed to the person who that message is supposed to be coming from whether they were meant to say it to you or not so whatever if they what happened to just being like yo i mean this is going around like what's what's good is this really how you feel can about i talk to you for a minute let me holler at you real quick yeah and if it gets to that level i'm not saying that you know i mean you know that i can't i would be hypocritical if i were to say nobody hit anybody right yeah, yeah, but yeah. you got to get to the point where you're like man listen like let's let's have this conversation and if the conversation go left, then the whole thing might go left. But usually the conversation will lead to be like, oh, this is a big misunderstanding. Well, now, on the flip side of that, I don't know about female <laughs> like entourages <laughs> and things like that. You know what I'm saying? But I know with dudes, it's, it's ego is a whole lot of dick measuring. You see yeah. what I'm saying? To, to, to the point where most of the altercations between men don't have to do with the two individuals that are that are alleged to have these problems. Yeah. It's, you know, he looking at us funny, yo, let's you with that nigga looking at type of bullshit. You know, all that fake macho tough shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So could it have could it have even been possible at a, a, a venue like the Harper's Bazaar Ball or whatever the fuck that they was fighting at? For Nikki and Cardi, because that's absolutely sound. That is a mature thing to do for Nikki to approach Cardi, Cardi to um, come, come to Nikki like, yo, listen, fuck all this bullshit. Can I talk to you for a minute? That's the mature thing to do, right? Now, I know when you got some liquid courage and you might have some other chemical substances in you, we don't really make this the smartest choices. So, again, I hope that these women can can keep... Not make it physical, because now it was some some chick, and and I don't I don't I don't really remember this chick's name, and she's probably not even anybody whose name I should remember. But she was on somebody's radio program barking and all, and she sounded like Fox from motherfucking MOP. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> These niggas won't You know what I'm saying? Like like I don't know who this chick was, but she was but she was yapping. Um, and I have yet to hear anything from Cardi or or Nikki. Not that I'm really checking for it, but I would like for them to to put out some some like tracks. That's what I want. I want them to be musically. I think that that would be good. I mean, you know, for me, um, I don't. I'm I'm not saying everybody need to like everybody. Again, I just feel like if it's like like if it's real, it's real. Like when I, if I don't like somebody, like. There's a reason behind me not liking you. You know what I mean? And what what's that reason? You now, though. You now, because because I mean, listen, honestly, you grown as fuck. You know what I'm saying? You're 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 a, a, a father of young women. True. You know what I'm saying? True. And you're in a household full of women, so you have to be that example of responsibility. That example of you know calmness and being level-headed that that's the role you have to take true so but, 10 years ago but, but not but but keep it funky though like let's be funky with it a lot of stuff that like popped off was something that just popped off most true. of the other stuff that that we got true. into that happened it was like really that's how that's how you feel dude true 
Like, so it was True. something that came before that. Usually anything else would pop off, and we usually didn't know that dude yeah. on the other side yeah. of that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, and he ended right? up being closer than what we thought he was. Usually. Usually, right? yeah. But uh, usually, even as he, even when we were younger, I mean, think about it. Some of your, whatever beef you had, there was a real good reason for you not to like home. Yeah. And we was 18. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We wasn't just popping off to pop off. And now I ain't saying everybody wasn't. Yeah. I ain't saying people around us wasn't either, but... Yeah, that's where I'm, I mean, overall, even I can look back and say that now, of course, I've had a lot of random scrambles for no reason, dumb, young, dumb stuff. But if it was like somebody that I knew and there was a, I, I quote unquote had a problem with him, there was a reason behind it. Right. So if there's no real reason behind it, because if you get together, this this thing I found out and I found this out um, firsthand in high school when somebody want to talk all types of crazy. I live down the street from my high school. Right. You know, so well, somebody want to talk about types of crazy. What I do is, hey, let's take let's take this walk. Mm-hmm. Just me and you. Yep. That's gonna tell you yep. if they want if, if they, they want problems or not. Or, or not, or if they're here for the show, or if they're here for the show. So, like that to me, like when you have that conversation and say you, and you know, I'm not saying you gotta be super calm. You can be upset, but have a conversation. And if that if that energy is met with, you know. Opposing combativeness. <laughs> I don't even know if that's a word. I don't know that word. I remember mean. that word mean. But it's a word today, right? So if that's if that goes down and that happens, then that happens. But let it be between y'all. And the reason why I'm saying that in this situation because it's not something that happened at that show or party. Word. It was lingering, right? Word. So you had time. What's that conversation we had before? What? What has to happen to make you get into a car yeah, to, to drive somewhere to go fight to fight somebody? Yeah, that means it's all this time in between uh-huh. to think about it, right? On that Matt so, Barnes shit, right? So you have all this time to think about it. Now, time, time can work two ways. Time can make you more upset. Too. Word, that shit can so that faster. when you see it, it's really go time, right? But all I'm saying is that time in this situation, time was there. So with time being there, yo, let me highlight you real quick, calmly. Right, because Cardi, Cardi might be pop off, or that might be a personality. But she also knows that if you popping off from the door, nothing is going down, especially at a party. There's Word. too much people, too much security. Word. But if you really wanted to get it in, you come calmly as if mm-hmm. you had no problem. Mm-hmm. Go up to her, talk to her, had a conversation, and I bet you at the end of the day, they gonna be like Drake and Meek, and it's gonna be like, oh, I loved you from the door in real life. Word. Like, come on, man. Like, so why go through all of this unless you're trying to be, you know, trying to, you know, boost yourselves, unless you're trying to, you know, why go through all of that? Be- boost yourselves is funny you said because Nikki ain't have the same energy for Remy. Uh, I, I couldn't, I, I don't know. She ain't had to say, and I mean, maybe that's because Remy really shoots people. I, well, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know nothing about that. Yeah, I'm you know? I, I don't even really know much about this because, well, you know, I don't know. Do, do you know about Faith and Mary J? Because I heard that, that they that fought also. Awesome. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stevie J wife out here we fighting not, Mary J. We're not going to have that conversation. <laughs> you know what I'm we're not going to have that conversation. I love Faith and I love Mary and I, I, we, we haven't confirmed <laughs> As a as 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 the black delegation, I think that that was like that a menopausal was, kind of thing. You know, hey saying? man, hey stop, yo, yeah. stop, yo. As the black delegation, <laughs> we have not confirmed that this has occurred, so we gonna move forward. Word. Shout out to Mary. Shout out to Faith. Shout out to Nikki and Cardi also. But you did bring up the Drake and Meek thing, mm-hmm. right? And I think it's dope that. Drake and me kind of kind of made up, if you were quote unquote made up. Now, I don't think they ever really had any major issues. Of course, Drake kind of took offense to me talking about he don't write a shit or whatever. And Drake is, say what you want about his music, say what you want about him as a person. Drake has been on top of hip hop for a decade. Yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? Easily. Yeah. Right. Um, and you know, Meek, Meek is his career is very, very, very respectable. I'm not particularly a fan of Meek Mill's music. Um, I like some of his shit, but you know, Meek does his thing. I feel like Meek is good at his job. Just because I don't like his music, that means he's whack. I think Meek is good. Yeah, I think I think Meek is in. I think. Well, let me not say that because he's um, on a mass level. He's more popular than you and I think. Word. He, as far as his music, because he's talented. Yeah. Let's, uh, let me. Meek is talented, and I do like Meek. I just um, you, the yelling. He the yelling too much for me. Like, I'm, and I and I. Only it's, certain, only certain it's people the same can, flow only, too. in the same flow, but only certain people can yell that much. If you ain't MOP, I don't want to hear you yelling. Word. Call me old school. Um, but nah, we just talking, we talking right now. But in real life, that whole situation is, um, I, I do like most people wonder how genuine any of the whole thing was. And again, I think it was about a whole bunch of misunderstandings. But I'm with it. And again, I'm not. I've never. And y'all gonna talk crazy about. Um, Saladin Davis, as I talked about myself in third person, just because I feel like it. <laughs> Y'all gonna talk crazy about me after I say this, because um, everybody does. But I, it, it took me until earlier this year to listen to a Drake album in full. No, that's not anything crazy. It's it's hard for me. It's hard. Yeah, it's hard. It, I see Drake like you see Cole. It's just it just gets mundane as you listen to once you get up to track four or five. Yeah, and. But I reckon, and the other reason is because I, I think he's when he's on when he wants to, he is one of the most talented lyricists out there. When he first came in, he was killing. Yeah, and I was like, oh, this is the next dude. And then it was like, okay, dude, like you got real comfy real quick as some checks came. Mm-hmm. So I don't like. I'm not a big fan in the sense you're not going to hear me bumping too much, even though Meek's couple e, the uh, the EPs that he just dropped, uh, he killing. Um, you're not gonna necessarily hear me bumping their music, but this is good for for the culture. And Meek is doing a great job of, you know, rebranding his yeah. whole yeah, yeah, yeah. image, yeah. and it, as well as staying authentic at the same time. He's not trying to act like, you know, he's uh, I'm changing everything. Nah, he's just trying to take his platform and do something with it. And I think that this is a part of that help as well. Word. And hopefully they can make some music together if they haven't already that, that, uh, that'll kill and bring some numbers through for the both of them. And they keep on doing their thing. I don't, I'm not definitely not opposed to that. Did you hear, um, the Eminem response to, uh, to MGK? Yeah. Not yet. You mean the kill shot? The kill shot. One. I didn't hear kill shot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, then, I, then we won't talk about it. All right. I, I got to check it out. That's yeah. my fault for being um, a hip hop dinosaur. My my personal opinion is I, it was underwhelming, and mm-hmm. I feel like Eminem could do better than what okay. he did. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but and in, in to his defense, when he when you get to his level, you do whatever the fuck you want. No, a lot of stuff can be underwhelming because the expectations are always so high. True, but since we're talking about Drake, um, that's a good transition to talk about Serena Williams. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She left that behind, man. She was with uh, the Reddit dude. That's his her name. husband. Her husband. I don't know his name. I don't know his name. I don't know his name. That's, that's that bad. I, it, it, it ain't bad. But yeah. shout out to him. And he listen. He's winning. Hey, they're one. If he, you like her, you got to take him with. Yo, him. and he is winning. It's hard for Serena to find a man with more money than her. They're winning. Correct. Correct. Yes, one. they are winning. But but you know, listen. And and there's a there's a lot of fellas. Even to this day, a lot of fellas be talking shit about Serena because her husband's white or whatever the case. Yeah, yeah. Like, she ain't gave plenty of brothers a chance. A lot of niggas ain't got a chance. And, and whatever happened, happened. Bruh, you know that's her saying? personal that's business. That's her personal business. Oh, my, mine, yours. And don't be a bitch about it. 
You know what I'm saying? Um, but about a week ago at the U.S. Open, um, you know, Serena lost I watched the whole in, match. In, 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 in the final. I watched the whole match. And um, I, real quick, before you even go. Ten years ago, there's no way I would have thought that I didn't know nothing about two women rappers fighting. Um, never heard the best, the, the most popular rapper at full album in full, but I watched the whole tennis match. Mm. That's weird. That's weird. I'm old as shit. We washed, hey. B. Washed, washed chronicles. Washed words bomb. Um, but so th- th- this was over a week ago, and I had time to digest it. Now, when I first seen it, you was hot. I was hot. Yeah, I love Serena. I, I, you, I know. you know how and, I feel about and Serena. Because you love Serena, I'm I'm here to check you today to make sure that you don't talk about this for 25 minutes. I, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not. Um, but over the week, I, I was able to 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 kind of absorb a lot of other people's opinions, right? Because I, I knew I would have had to talk about this on my platform, our platform, the Who Loves Me podcast. Yes, sir. Um, and one, one person that I go to, uh, for like, for like sports news and sports info is my man, Bomani Jones. I fucked with Bomani heavy. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to find a black woman's perspective that's more informed about tennis. I'm not that informed about tennis and it was very difficult. And, and, and that speaks to, 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 to some of the failures of the sports, you know what I'm saying? The the fact that there aren't any black women. Um, but I, I seen a lot of people talking about how black women aren't allowed to be angry in the workplace. This, this was the theme of it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Serena in her press conference said that, you know, she's fighting for women's rights and all that. And I appreciate that a hundred percent. I just think that for women to feel like that they can't be angry in the workplace, shit, nigga, we can't be angry in the workplace either. I know I can't be fucking angry in the well, workplace. You definitely can't be angry in the workplace. And I want to be. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I'm yeah. I'm 250 pounds of pissed off nigga. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? So 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 I don't think that that's something that's just relegated to women. Yeah. Mainly women of color, black women, however you want to say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I I think that the only people that can be angry is white men. You see what I'm saying? Okay. Right? Okay. Um the cartoon. Yeah. I don't appreciate how the cartoon, yeah, the cartoon was racist in the way that they depicted Serena, but also in Serena's opponent, if it's supposed to be Naomi Osaka. Well, is it a white woman? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Because there were two black women playing in that final. Yeah. One was from California, one was from Japan. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Pause. Naomi Osaka is a powerful fucking player. For real. She's going to be really, really good. Bruh. She, when I tell you, yo, the type of son, like, yo. you thought she was on the ropes and the type of, God. Like, man. I'm not sure that Serena would have won without the bullshit calls. So, this is the issue, though, right? That the, the BS started happening when it seemed like the comeback was coming. She yeah. was up three to one? Yeah. In the second set? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, so that set could have easily been... Mm-hmm. 6-2. And that means that the momentum completely shifted. Now, going into three, yeah, even though it's tied, Serena got the upper hand. 
you got a Serena Williams coming downhill. Right. And you don't so, want that. Exactly. Now, I too look watching I watched the whole match. I don't think Serena's gonna win. Just judging off watching the whole match. I don't. Naomi did not Serena had longer lapses where she was ineffective. Naomi might her lapses were very short. Mm-hmm. She would come back a lot quicker. So that for that reason, I thought she was going to come back and win regardless. Mm-hmm. But to talk about this issue, so the issue is I think the issue is simple overall. Um, I think that when you talk to the people that were commentating and everything like that, what they were saying basically was that you know, dude was being dude was a little too rough on it and to be fair, Serena didn't stop either, right? So we can say that, oh, she in the right all she want because most of us that are on her side are going to mm-hmm, say that mm-hmm, regardless. Mm-hmm. We are biased. But, you know, so she had some fault into it, but the fact of the matter was that certain things were called that just either don't get called ever, like the coaching point, right, where all the coaches and all the people involved say everybody coaches all the time mm-hmm. and it's almost never called. That particular coach never had it called ever in his career and so that's one thing the second thing is not giving her a warning mm-hmm. before take before taking the whole game mm-hmm. away from mm-hmm. her because that's a major penalty and in, in, in the in the second set when she's down a set in the u.s open final, final. right so it's kind of like people were talking about what reminded me of like the NBA playoffs and NBA finals when it's like in the regular season we know the people that grew up watching the NBA in the, in the 90s and late 80s is you, the NBA is soft in the regular season, but in the playoffs, hence why people talk about James Harden and I, I, some. <laughs> what happened? What I playoffs? <laughs> <laughs> but you know, hence people talk about that. They talk about how you know these people that get these touch fouls in the regular season, it ain't gonna happen no. in the postseason because I can't let this call determine, determine such a big thing. Yep. Right. So that it reminded That's me good point. the way that the and this is the way that the professional talked about it. I don't know shit about boxing. Right. So this is the way the professionals talk about it. So in that sense, yes, it was it was unfair in that way to me. Um, but it goes back to the whole issue of what, you know, now and I know some we don't really had to go. But you touched on the workplaces. We know and, and it's a burden for black people, um, for all you white folks, if you don't know, um, for black people, probably other minorities. But I'm talking about for black folks because I'm black. It's a burden to have to be perfect all the time. Yep. It's a burden to not be able to make a mistake without somebody saying you're – I mean, I'm 5'8", and I've had a manager at work tell me that he was scared to give me coaching before. What am I going to do? Like, mind you, there, there, there's no history. I was at the company for five years at the time, and I've had no red flags, no write-ups, no history of anything. And he said he was scared to coach me, and it was because I was black. I'm, I'm strong, and I stand strong on my opinions. And uh, it, it, maybe my voice is deep. I don't know, man. Like, I don't know. Well, because you, you're a man with testosterone. I, I don't know what it was. But, but that happens, and it's hard to be have to walk in these eggshells all the time in the professional environment. And we forget that. And you, and to, this is to quote Mitchell Brown. She was at her job. Word. Your job might be in the courtroom. Your job might be at Waffle House. My job might be, you know what I'm saying? Speaking in front of kids. Mitchell's job might be helping people with their finances. Her, she was at her job and she had to be perfect at her job in order for her not to get treated unfairly. Mm-hmm. That is, and so that's really to me what I got from it. Um, 
And it, it was just unfortunate that Naomi Osaka had to win her first major and deal In with all way. of that. Because at the end of the day, shout out to Na- Naomi Osaka, Osaka for for killing at the age of 20 Word. and stepping up to the stage with the vast majority of us will never, ever get a chance to, which is be in competition with their idols and actually come out on top. And actually, and keep in mind also, this isn't the first time that Serena has had issues at the U.S. Open. Yeah. Oh, four, oh, nine. You feel what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. Her and her sister have yeah. had issues at, at the U.S. Open. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, shout out to Naomi Osaka. Listen, I think that, yo, she, that girl nice. is she nice? Yo, she nice. She's next. She nice. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. She's humble too. Yo, she's yo, very humble. Yeah, and yo, she was. She's a powerful fucking player. I yeah, was, I is. was, I was thoroughly impressed. Yes, yeah, she is. Um, one thing I'm not thoroughly impressed by. Amber Geiger. Right, we hear about the guy, um, Botham Jean, Botham Jean, whatever his name is. The 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 Amber Geiger is the the so called police officer that um. Found herself in the wrong apartment. I've never walked into the wrong apartment ever. Nah, I never uh, even walked into the wrong dorm. Room. I, you know what I'm saying? I've never walked into the no, wrong. No, those days was. Uh, word is born. No matter if I'm drunk, high, whatever. I've never ever done that. Um, but she supposedly um, walked into the wrong apartment and um, killed the guy that was living in the apartment. And now, listen, we all we all learned this week that the, that the guy that she killed, he deserved it because he had marijuana. So that means that he deserved it. He had marijuana in his private residence, like that matters. Um, but you know, this this is this is this is yo. Know, where 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 can black people go and not get shot? We can go to the park because they shot twelve year old Tamir Rice in the park. We can go to Walmart because they shot Jordan Crawford walking around Walmart on his cell phone, killing time. We can't we can't go home because niggas are coming our house. Shoot us. You know what I'm saying? Now, you talked about some of the, the ills of social media earlier. Some of the positives of s- social media were able to, 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 to catch this woman in lies. This woman said that the door was slightly ajar. Um, there were people that lived in that building on their different social media accounts showed us that doors in that building don't stay ajar. Those doors close automatically. So it, it's impossible, according to the people that live in this building, it's impossible for the door to be to have been ajar. Number one. Number two, people on their social media accounts, neighbors of Mr. Gene, said that they heard a woman's voice outside of the apartment saying, Let me in, let me in. I think that people need to, and when I say people, I mean the Dallas Police Department. <laughs> Um, need to take into account these 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 witness testimonies. We know they're not. You see what I'm saying? But um, you know, neither of us are watching the National Football League, and no. this will be the second year in a row that I'm not watching. Second year, second yeah, for year for, for for you as yeah. well, mainly because of you know. Colin Kaepernick being blackballed and Eric yeah. Reed now being blackballed yeah. as well. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, it's, it, it's hard to support that. But yeah. this is why those brothers protest. They're not yeah. protesting the anthem. They're protesting shit like yeah. this. Mind you, Botham Jean was leading worship two Sundays ago at his church. That's yeah. something else. That, that's the third positive that social media has, has provided us in this story. Yeah. What more do you want this brother to do? He's going to church. He seemed like he was gainfully employed by all intents and purposes. It yeah. seems like he was a pretty decent dude. Yeah. 
the worst thing that he did was put put a soul pole inside of a white police officer. You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 what, 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 what's, what's, what's the, what's, yo, what's up, yo? What's up? What's up, yo? I, I mean, I don't, I mean, so. It's, it get thought like, at the end of the day, man, it's all of this stuff is, it, people have to understand that everything goes together. We got to stop lying about what has and is going on in this country. We have to stop lying to kids when they come. I mean, like, that's where it starts. At the end of the day, these people that don't believe that black people are valuable or have this fear about black people has been drilled into their head subconsciously since they've been born. So we as a country just got to stop acting like, well, let me not say that. White folks in this country got to stop acting like, you know, that this isn't an issue, that this is real. The fact that, you know, when you go into, you know, one thing in particular I remember um, in raising kids and you have to understand that you're you're their history teacher mm-hmm. um, because mm-hmm. when they go to school, they're going to teach them and have them doing things that are just absurd. Mm-hmm. I remember talking to a history teacher, my daughter, when she was giving me a sophomore, junior year in high school, and she told me about how they were going to have them argue on each side about the um, the migration west on, you know, if it was, like, right or not. And migration west? White folks killing indigenous people. That's yeah. what, really, you know. Making them walk to Oklahoma with yeah. smallpox-ridden blankets. Yeah, so. Migration west. Yeah, so, <laughs> right? So, and I'm like, so at the time, this is open house. I'm like, if I just go, we gonna be in this classroom for way longer than I need to or anything. You know what? My daughter knows what it is because I taught my daughter. So okay, cool. Let me walk out and make sure that I tell my daughter so I pay attention to that bullshit. But white folks gotta stop acting like that's okay. We they, we have to stop acting like that's okay. This that's the root of everything. When you get lied to about how things were and how things are for your whole life, your existence is different because I, I, and don't get me wrong, I probably was told some lies, um, not knowingly, but, and I also probably didn't know everything that I should have known, but my parents taught me about a lot of things about black history, African history. And because of that, my mindset going into all of my history classes was different than all the white kids that I went to school with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Went to school with a lot of white kids. So I was in Catholic school until about yeah, seventh grade. So I was in Catholic school also right? until I wasn't. Yeah, so I got kicked out of one. I got, but, yeah, I got kicked out um, too. But so I'm not proud of that. But um, neither am I. Kind of. You kind of proud of that. I'm kind of proud. Of that. Um, but yeah, so I mean, it, it, that we got to stop acting like. That's not a problem. We got to stop acting like the laws that are in place. And, 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 and we have to stop saying we need to put laws in place. The laws are in place have to be followed. Word. Or law, the, the, in, the, the execution of said laws have to be uh, uh, consistent across the board. Word. That's what really has to happen. Because if, if I stagger into somebody's apartment tonight and shoot them. It's a wrap for you. I'm, I'm, for a while. It's a wrap. Wow. Forever. 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 Death penalty. Straight up. This Straight Black. up, if I if I, walk in, if I walk into some white woman's house, overpowered, 
this storm. And, and then they're going to show all of her cheerleading pictures from when she was young. Yep. And all of the most beautiful uh, pictures, uh, all of that. Not yep. her drunk pictures that she got on her MySpace page. Straight up MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and you're going to be the biggest devil ever for doing so. So, you know what? Funny you, you know say what? that, right? Because I pull up the article, and, and, and this is from Vox. Vox.com. This is an article written by uh, P.R. Lockhart and German Lopez, I, yeah. right? And they're giving the account. This this is from this is according according to Amber Geiger. She says that uh, she arrived home on the South Side of Flats apartment on September sixth. She didn't realize she'd gotten on the wrong floor um, of her building, and that the apartment she was in was not in fact hers. Seeing a large silhouette in the dark. <laughs> She thought she was being burglarized, so she shot, hitting Gene in his chest, turned on the lights, realized she made her mistake. Large silhouette. Like, that's that wire shit. BNBG, Big yeah. Negro, Big Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yo, listen, like, you you hit, you hit said something and you were spot on when you said there are no laws. That need, there are no new laws. We need to enforce the current laws. If you, Consistent. If you, you feel what I'm saying? If, if you're in Across some, the board. If you're in someone's home and you shoot them... And you're in there uninvited. You know what I'm saying? Now, of course, dead niggas don't leave no like dead niggas can't tell no no no, no tales. Yeah. You, you, you know what I'm saying? You, you can't be a, a dead witness. Yeah. Um, but hopefully, this brother gets justice. I'm not confident. Hopefully, this brother gets justice. Um, and the fact that they even charge this one, I believe she was charged with manslaughter, which I, I don't understand how that's manslaughter and it's it's murder. Yeah, I'm thinking. Uh, I don't know. I'm not gonna. I, what I, my thought process is: the murder is premeditated, and manslaughter is not. I, I don't. I, I'm not familiar with the details of the um, difference between the two, but that's what I'm thinking. Anyway, man. Next one, man. Word. Next one. Well, well, well I mean, we're gonna keep talking about these cops. And mind you, listen, we're 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 pretty cop friendly. We have friends that are police officers. Absolutely. Shout right? out. Shout out to all the homies. Shout out to the homie. To all the real police shout officers. Shout out to the homie Hot. Shout out to the homie Ralph. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my man Craig. Shout out to Bobby Brown. You know what I mean? Shout you know out to shout out to shout out to Black. Shout Boys out to born. Jay. Shout out to Big Dave. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? We got, Shout out worm. we got people that, that, that are, that are close to us that are law, law enforcement. So it's not all cops, except for these dirty ass NYPD motherfuckers that can't be trusted. Seven New York police officers, NYP, New York city police officers arrested in prostitution and gambling. Whole lot of gang shit. I mean, that you, I mean that, yeah, listen. I would have looked at that headline and just kept moving. Yo. <laughs> Because like, what? This is, okay, this is Tuesday. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Yeah. This is this is this this is this is Tuesday. But a three year investigation ended last Wednesday with the arrest of seven New York City police officers on prostitution, corruption, misconduct charges in connection with an illegal gambling and prostitution ring in Brooklyn and Queens. Two officers, including a detective who until five months ago worked in the Eternal Affairs Bureau, you know the guys that are supposed to police the police, yeah, were stripped of their guns and shields and placed on administrative duty. You lock niggas up for prostitution and gambling, and you still pay them? You're my man. I got fired from a McDonald's. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. I got fired from a McDonald's when I was a. When I was you laughing. You know what I'm saying? No, chill out, son. I got, I got fired from a McDonald's when I was an inner city youth. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> for allegedly stealing a glass. Oh, God. Right? right you know what I'm saying? The, 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 the piece of shit, Jack Marchant. I hope you're listening, you bitch. Um, <laughs> yeah, you kill it. Said that he accused me of, st- of, of putting a glass in my boot. And he tried to search me. Mind you, we're in the street. I'm, I'm a block and a half. I'm walking home. Actually, I was walking to my man Umar's house. Shout out Big U. Shout out Big U. I was walking to my man Umar's house at, at, at the time. And he's like, yo, you got to. I'm like, yo, yo, well, can I search you? No, motherfucker. <laughs> you can't search me. You know what I'm saying? This was, this was McDonald's. You feel me? I got fired from a restaurant one time. But what is this? <laughs> McDonald's. <laughs> Yo, son, I got fired from a restaurant one time because I gave a woman a free glass of wine on her birthday. These these is the police officers out here selling pussy and gambling. <laughs> and you tell them, yo, my man, put your gun and badge down and sit at that desk and we still going to pay you? Yo, what part of the game is that, yo? You know, you know. Uh, what part I, of the game is I that? I yeah. have, but you know, I don't like to talk too much detail about stuff that I'm not educated on. Um, far as and not, and not educated, meaning uh, well read. Uh-huh. But come on, man! Like, are we? Is any if anybody is surprised by this? You know, um, you know, go to the balcony. You know, lean or word. I'm not. No, I didn't. That's not what I meant. Word. That's not what I meant. All I'm saying Listen. is, we shouldn't be surprised. By these things, if you understand, like, the history of, you know... Um, the United law, States of America? Yeah, yeah, and law enforcement. And, like, let's not act like just because somebody is a cop that they're a better person than you because you work at a, you know, you you, you sort in the, the stacks in the back at Walmart. That doesn't tell you anything about morality. Like, it doesn't. It really doesn't, man. So, I, it doesn't really, you know, like I said, shout out to all my homies that's that's doing the job, Right. 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 Shout out to all my homies that's doing the job right and um, in difficult know, situations and very difficult situations, man. I've I've heard crazy stories that I couldn't. That's why I Word. couldn't do none of that. So Word. shout out to the ones that's doing it right. Because this, I mean, again, you know, this ain't nothing new to to most folks nah. that pay attention. Nah. Now, um, do you follow politics closely, Seth? I wouldn't say closely. Um, uh, I w- I would say loosely. So I seen something the other day where um. Bernie Sanders is trying uh, to introduce a a Jeff Bezos bill where basically, you know, people with too much money, whatever, who are, I don't know who's the ruling guy to determine what too much money is, but people with too much money have to, you know, give money away or whatever. Not like these wealthy people don't give a lot of money away. Mm -hmm. A lot of them do. A lot of them are Mm -hmm. communities within themselves. Mm -hmm. Um... Because Amazon workers make eleven dollars an hour or whatever, and, and you know people at Walmart make whatever they make, mm-hmm. and a, a lot of them have to rely on government assistance mm-hmm. for X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. And um, in my opinion, that sucks, <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, especially in the Jeff Bezos example, because okay, what a lot of people don't yeah, realize. Hold on, hold on. Give me a little bit more context. So, what do you mean by trying to give by having give away money? Because Jeff Bezos reportedly makes something like $11 million an hour. Right? <laughs> <laughs> reportedly. Right? Something, something ridiculous. That, yeah. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> something ridiculous. Right? Oh. Yet, yet, you know, the, the, his company pays people $11 an hour. Right? So a lot of people 
feel like, you know, that's too much. Like, how much money does one man... And this is... Listen, we're in a free market society. More than you can spend. This is a free market society, right? 80% of the millionaires in our country are first generation. Uh, I've heard that statistic. You know what I'm saying? Jeff Bezos, I know for a fact, is first generation because Amazon, I, like, it, it, like he, he, that's his company. Yeah. Okay. He, he built that yeah. off of his own sweat. Yeah. And if he made all the right moves and did all the right things, and if he won, yeah, yeah we should applaud that. Okay. To me personally, okay. I'm not upset that Jeff Bezos is worth 105 billion dollars. Uh-huh. I'm happy for him because that tells me that I can do the same thing. What you mean? If he, if this fucker could do it, why can't I? He's a 54-year-old man that started his business when he was 34. I, I understand. You know what I'm saying? I understand. Why? Like, why can't, we all have the same opportunity? That's definitely not true. Correct. We don't have the same op- opportunity. We have... You sound like the Indian guy on the last barbershop. <laughs> <laughs> you, you gonna sell me some water fla- watermelon flavor fried chicken? I might. Well, shit. From my Amazon account, you fucking around. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But um, but like 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 you know people people judge wealthy people, especially people in our age. Like like we're a part of the student loan generation. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So, so we people, are part of the, we're literally a part of the student loan We're literally generation. a part of the student loan generation, right? Like, we are the student <laughs> yeah, loan generation. Please. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You feel me? But a lot of people are upset keep, about- Keep them checks, Navian. <laughs> but they ain't getting for me. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people are upset about the fact that they feel like they did everything wrong. I mean, right. And, and they're still not benefiting from it. I've never been mad at what somebody didn't give me. I've never yeah, been yeah, mad yeah. about a job that I didn't receive. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because listen, you can go do it too. It might, it, yes, it might be harder for me to do it than Jeff Bezos. So, all right. So, to get away from just the political, because it sounds like we're getting away from just the political part of it. I know you first asked if I was Word. watching a politics piece, but because um, I think that you should run for office. Yeah, this will be very incriminating if I run against nah. office. This whole podcast, nah, because you gonna you gonna kill me, like no, nah. your well, yeah, friend. Yeah. I am, I the am. Hood, yes, the hood lust. So yes. when you were on the when you were the hood lust podcast, podcast with Mitchell Brown, with that who, big strong nigger <laughs> <laughs> who says he's a uh, hundred two hundred and fifty pounds. <laughs> so or, so um, I don't know if I should ever run for office because I don't know if I got the temperament, but. Um, when we thought when we talk about that part, what it comes down to it is, and this is everyday us, and this you know this is my wheelhouse, right? People ain't willing to do what people, what rich, quote unquote, rich and uh, amazingly rich people have done Word. to get there. One, one, one thing overall. Every time I tell people to wake up earlier, they look at me sideways. I ain't no morning person. You ain't no millionaire person either. Then. Word. Like, what you mean you ain't no morning person? You ain't no night person either because you ain't doing it then either. People aren't willing to, first of all, when it comes to that conversation about, um, you know, people complaining about millionaires, like, are you willing to do what that person did to get to where they are if you want something like that or similar? Word. Most people are not. Most they people not. don't get the backstory where most of these people that built whatever we would have been calling them trash. The internet age would have been calling them trash for seven to 10 years that they were making no money and making no quote unquote, no impact while they were building 
what they needed to build. And then it blew up and then you knew about it. But they spent all of this time studying these people. Don't don't just look at the company and the valuation of the company now. Trade out valuation. Oh, my God. Jeff Bezos all over the place. Like, study where he came from. This ain't just start now. No. Right? Like, so... First, that's first and foremost. Most people ain't willing to do to, to do what they've done to get there. And the other thing is, most people are too nice. Yeah, like y'all care about what people, what everybody going through, and what they feel, and that's what's gonna drive you or stop you from doing certain things, as opposed to the business and understanding that your business is like a baby. I don't mean that literally. Don't take that and run with it and act like I said the business is a baby. Like corporations are people, but I, but I know that you know I'm Shout not saying that it's, it's just like a human life, but. That's how you have to treat it. Yeah. If you do not nurture your business every single day and make that the most important thing, then you might as well not have a business. Absolutely. We've been there. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. So are you willing to do that for something that isn't living and breathing literally, but figuratively it is? Are you willing to do these things? Every day. Right? Every single day. Every Holidays. day. We're not talking about Monday through Friday nope. because y'all live for Friday night. Everybody lives for Friday night, Right. We're not talking about just Monday to Friday. We're talking about every day, every day until you're done, until you're gone. Until the job's done. And the job ain't never done never to done. these folks. Nope. Right? So, I agree with Bernie Sanders in terms of putting forth some type of tax on corporations. If we're going to tax corporations, I'm with that. I agree with the fact that one of the largest benefactors of government subsidies is GE and Walmart. I agree that those things should not happen. We should not be giving ExxonMobil yeah. a government subsidy. Yeah. I agree with that 100%. I do yeah. not agree with expecting the Walton family to give back their money because their father built an amazing retail store. You know what I'm saying? I don't agree with Jeff Bezos. I don't agree with any of that. If these individual people built these businesses, let them. Now, if you want to tax these corporations, because because legally in our tax code, in our and in, in, in these United States, yeah. corporations are viewed as people, according to our Supreme Court. Yeah, um, that's wrong in my opinion. We sh- we we need to do away with that. Tax these motherfuckers the way we tax. You know what I'm saying? The way yeah. we get taxed. Now, yeah. there's there's a huge debate about you know raising the, the minimum wage and all of that yeah. and all of this and I. And I hope that'll never happen because McDonald's ain't gonna pay nobody no fifteen dollars an hour to make no fries. Mm-hmm. They're gonna put everything on automation, right? So, a young woman by the name of Danielle Paquette, um, who writes for the Washington Times, excuse me, the the Washington Post, uh, she has a an, a few articles out, um, but she's stationed in Beijing, and she talks about how. In, in China, we all hear about China, you know, Trump makes his Make America Great hats in China and all that shit, yeah. even though China, you know, whatever, there, there's a trade war and, and, and all of this. But even in China now, they are um, replacing people in their sweatshops with mm. robots. Mm. So there's, there's factories in China where there's one guy and a bunch of robots mm-hmm. because, you know, these companies don't want to pay. They're like... People at the Foxconn factory are tired of putting nets mm-hmm. all around the perimeter, catching motherfuckers and want to kill themselves. Robots yeah. don't kill themselves. Same thing's going to happen in these United States. I've spoke about it at, on, on this podcast before, the fact that Oxford University put out a study um, saying that 46% of all jobs are at risk of being lost to technology. Yeah. You see, and, and this was in 2012. Yeah. So mm. 
for people like Bernie Sanders, and I'm a fan of some of Bernie Sanders' politics. Mm-hmm. I think that a, a, a lot of people give Bernie a pass because he's the cool white guy. Um, but Bernie, you're gonna get this one wrong. This ain't gonna help middle quote unquote middle class people. The middle class is dead. There is no middle class in these United States anymore. Middle class is over, boss. It depends on what you call it. What you consider middle class? Well, yeah, touche. But I mean, listen, because it, it, I mean, it, I mean, I, I do think that the you know that the middle class was doomed from the start in, in the in the sense of what you're saying. I don't think that that really ever. I think that was an idea more than it was a real thing. Mm-hmm. In, in the sense of what you're saying, I I personally still think the middle class exists. I think that that idea and that term that that term and what it really is shifts with the economy. Mm-hmm. That that's what I think about it, and I can be complete. I'm not an economist, though it kicked my ass in college. That's probably why I'm not an economist. Word, uh, but <laughs> but I, I, that's how I kind of view it as the economy shifts. You know that that middle gap of us who um, aren't at the bottom of barrel scraping. You know every day. You know I can you know miss days of work. I can go on leave. I can do all of this stuff, and I can go on vacation for weeks. I can do all of this. These things that people that 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 are literally working check to check that literally don't open up bank accounts because they might, you know, uh, 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 they're worried about overdraft fees and things like that because they know they're going to do it on a consistent basis because of how their money is set up, whatever it may be, that that lower portion of us. So I, that's how kind of I look at what the middle class is, though I do understand what you're saying mm-hmm. as far as the middle class is dead. Um, I mean, I, you know more about this particular situation than I do, um, but I do think that it is important for us to not only teach our children, because I think people, a lot of people are focused on teaching our children more about technology, but also learning more about technology ourselves because we're living longer and things are changing more rapidly. So you don't know when learning more about technology is going to be able to keep you afloat, keep get you another job, mm-hmm. help you start a side business or a full-time business that, that that can keep you above water because that last business, you got replaced by automation. So yeah. I think that it's important for all of us um, to um, take on a little bit more technological knowledge, just knowing that this is, it, it's happened. It's not happening. It's, it's happened. It's happened it's here already. It's yes. Here. Yeah. yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, speaking of things that are here, Right? You're here. Yeah, I'm here. And the reason why you're here, I'm here, is because of Hurricane Flo. Hurricane Progressive. Hurricane Progressive, right? Now, now for for those that don't know, Sal lives in North Carolina. Yep. Right? And and that part of our country um as we speak is 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 being hit with wow. That part of our country is being hit with um um, <laughs> a major tropical storm, uh, a major hurricane. Behind the scenes, this ain't being filmed. We good. Yeah, word. Um, and and um, you know, I you know I hate to say thoughts and prayers, but like I hope everybody is okay. I mean, you don't want to say it as thoughts and prayers because like that's so Fox News. Yeah, but if you're not going to be there in boats, then what else are you gonna do? Yeah, let me know to be able to you know. I yeah, can, yeah. Can. But I mean, like I hope everybody's okay. Everybody's not okay. Uh, yeah, they're not. You know, um, but I do think that. Um, so three years ago, that uh, the um, Hurricane Matthew came through. Okay, and that caused a lot of damage. Right? Okay, so I think, and just I don't want to say this. Now, thing. I mean, you were in a different part of the state. I was not. I I wasn't affected by Hurricane Matthew. Copy. But now, where I where I live now is uh, that area was affected by Hurricane Matthew. So, what 
I'm seeing is there's more people prepared or learning how to be prepared and things of that nature because of what they have already lived through because of Hurricane Matthew. So I don't want to say they, they were lucky that Hurricane Matthew came because that would be absolutely wrong. But because of Hurricane Matthew, I think more people are going to be able to survive it. More houses are going to be intact. More, um, more people are going to, there was more preparedness and people from all over the country. I mean, they were literally from Florida to Maryland, people coming in with boats, people coming in on trucks, emergency responders okay. coming in early That's dope. to be able to get there and help out before everything really started and, and to really affect the area. So, and with us, and, and when it started to be such a slow moving storm. That's when it was like, okay, we thought it was going to be affecting us now, but it's really moving slow, which also means that it's going to stay longer. Yeah. All right. Like they really were, and they were there already, these these people coming in to help. So I think that's going to help the area um, in a way be able to make it through a little bit better than it did with Matthew. So um, I've been communicating with people in the area since I've um, evacuated and uh, it, it seems like it seems like it's much better than what people thought it would be for people. Right. Um, of course, power outages are crazy. Mm-hmm. Right. But for people, most people, um, are they, uh, no, nobody that I know in the area has been an in, individual has been hurt or somebody or, that they know and love have been hurt. The people that okay. you've seen that might have been hurt have more been something that you might have heard on the news. Yeah. But um, so it's, it's it seems like it's better off. But the issue is going to be overall that the amount of water that's been the amount of rain. I'm sorry that been that that has been dropped, and then the rivers overflowing, and one of the dams breaking. Mm. So the flooding is going wow. to be more of the issue, okay, more than anything else. So you know, our concern is being able to not being able to like. I think we we kind of sit on a pretty good hill. I don't know if our house has been affected, but the issue is getting home. Like, wh- what road am I going in to get yeah. home when yeah, 95 yeah, yeah. is blocked off for like 30 miles? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, right. So, you know, it's um, we we hope that everything, you know, everything comes together. But I'm not saying that it's going to be good. But I think that for the people who have experienced going through Hurricane Matthew, I think this one should, even though the downpour and the flooding is supposed to be worse. I think that people were more prepared. The, the, The area was more prepared. They got the evacuees out of the coast pretty quickly. It started on Monday. Okay. So I think that I'm hoping that everything is coming together as it seems to have come together as far as keeping people safe. A lot of property is going to be damaged, but people should be safe. Yeah. So shout out to everybody down. You could replace property. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Shout out to everybody down the Carolinas and um, uh, stay safe through it. And um, shout we'll be out, back soon. shout out all my Bermuda brethren also. Because the storm passed, passed yeah, yeah. Bermuda. Well, it has to. Yeah, I'm saying, hit, yeah, yeah. Most likely, if it's hit the Carolinas, yeah. it's got to go through it, Bermuda. It, yeah. it passed Bermuda. And, yeah. and, and I know a lot of you know good people that live on that island. Um, so, so yeah, listen. Hey, well, Sal, man, tell tell the people where you know they can find you, man. Just search Saladin, Saladin Davis on all social media platforms. It says S-A-L-A-D-I-N. Ain't no E on the end of my name. Stop doing that. Um, <laughs> Saladin Davis on all social media platforms, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and, um, just look out for a lot of, a lot of things coming in the future, man. A lot of things are being cooked up. Um, you know, my book is still available. It always will be available. Life 101 lessons from a 13 year old father. Thank you for everybody that has already purchased and supported the, the book as a project throughout the years and, and me as a business person, as a speaker, 
um, as a motivator, uh, as a uh, uh, a uh, consultant with a lot of different schools, um, businesses, and nonprofits throughout the years. Shout out to everybody who's ever hired me, and shout out to all my business partners that I work worked with in the past and continue to work with. And there there is a lot more coming up in the future, and uh, I mean, I just can't wait to see where everything is going. No doubt. Listen, y'all, thank you so much for, for listening to this week's episode. Again, if, if this is your first time listening to the Hood Loves Me podcast, subscribe, rate, and comment. Um, we are on basically everywhere where you can find this podcast. Um, please leave us a rating. And if you really, 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 really fuck with this podcast, listen, Anchor has a way where y'all could pay a motherfucker. So um, if y'all love me like how y'all say y'all love me, drop a little change. I might do something a little bit strange. And I'm talking about holla at y'all next week, man. Thank you for listening. Yeet it! make the presumptions that everyone's lives are wonderful and happy and we learn now that they're not so you know you never really know what someone's going through mm-hmm. that's something to consider mm-hmm. i think you're right all right so are we living in a new pc world that's the question this australian newspaper is asking it all started with this cartoon okay of serena williams that we shared here with you earlier this week it was widely condemned for being racist and now that paper has doubled down, reprinting part of the cartoon on today's cover. And they're not the only media outlet responding to this question. The Tonight Show, they canceled a planned appearance by comedian Norm MacDonald last night after he made a controversial comment about the Me Too movement. Norm told The Hollywood Reporter he was, quote, happy the Me Too movement has slowed down a bit. Mm. And Norm has since apologized. So, Al, you're a comedian. Um, a lot of people are arguing that that cartoon, let's go back to the cartoon, that the cartoon is not racist, it's satire, and they have a freedom of speech to do so. What would you say to that? Uh, I'd say that, you know, racism is, is depending on who is at, who's privileged and who isn't. The person that wrote that, I'm assuming, is a white male. And a white male can never understand what marginalized people feel and think, and I absolutely cannot tell them what to think and feel. Uh, I, I know, Bo, that you have different opinions. I know that you think that Trump uh, has been lampooned in cartoons. And I, I, what I'll say to that is this. You know, people don't believe in white privilege. They don't think that it's a thing. But, you know, I'll ask you this, and this is going to sound like a shot, but it's not. You're on a social media show, and you have 100 Twitter followers. You have 1,000 Instagram followers. I have 30,000. I have a master's in biomedical sciences. I have over 200 TV appearances. You are the living embodiment of white privilege. You have no business on this panel with us, but you're here because of your privilege. I have hundreds of black people, brown people on my phone that are more qualified, have done more in their career to deserve to be in that seat, but you sit there because of your white privilege. Well, I'm sorry that you feel that way, Al. No, these are just facts. We need numbers. No, I'm just saying I'm sorry you feel that way because I've had to fight for everything in my life. And that's something, as I just said, when you look at somebody, you don't know what they're going through. You have no idea what I've been through. You have no idea that a publicist... Well, we can't because you deleted your Twitter page, so we don't know what you... No, I didn't delete my Twitter page. It's incorrect. Hmm. But when you have a publicist in Nashville who tries to take advantage of me sexually, how do you feel about that? When I have to go through and make higher grades than a lot of people because I have to try to get into the school that I want to get into, when I have to fight... When I have to fight for every acting role, for every musical appearance, for every song that I write, these are things that people have a hard time doing. I've had a hard time doing it. So I'm sorry that you feel the need so to take, minimize me. So take what you just me. said I'm and, just and imagine if you were a black woman. Well, I'm just sorry how that you, you feel how, the need how to few, marginalize me. How many fewer roles there are for black women? So if you're trying out for roles, think about way, that. I'm not rich, Al. 
I'm not. I wish I were. I was, I was poor in money, but I was that, rich in spirit. I've got faith. A, God guides me, and that's all that matters is the man upstairs. Is it? Did we it, want to read some of your tweets? Did he help it, you write those? It does to me, Al, when God matters to me and my faith matters to me, and I'm sorry that you I just wish your God really took care of everybody. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, listen, this is an, an, an emotional conversation. I'm not emotional. I'm fine. It's, Don't label me hysterical. I'm not saying no, you, I'm but that's what that, you absolutely yeah, are not. But I mean, that's I, usually because I get I'll get called salty Al and yep, be, be funny. You're right. Some things aren't you're funny. Right. It's it's uh, let me finish my thought. It's okay. emotional in the sense that uh, here we're talking about a cartoon that some people and I'm looking at social media and I know you said this earlier, Bo, and I'm welcoming this conversation, believe that it's not racist or they have the freedom of the speech to do so. And I agree with the with the mm -hmm. First Amendment is right uh, as well. Or, and I mentioned earlier about my white privilege, that um, I can only lead by empathy. I can only imagine what Al must feel when he looks at that cartoon, knowing that your grandfather was read a- My uh, father. Your father, yes. I'm sorry, yeah. your father was read- I, as a young child, watched racist cartoons. Right. And I don't think that, that there's a lot of people that understand that that's what we grew up with. Like, we, like in my lifetime, I've seen it in my face. I've been made fun of. I've seen friends made fun of because of the size of their lips. And we saw immediately with that cartoon, that yes. was the first thing that was oversized was Serena's lips. And for people to look at that, it's, it's bad either way. If you look at that and you're saying it's not racist because you're racist, but you, you just want it to be out there, that's bad. But if you look at that and you don't see where the racism is in that, that's even worse. That's, I cannot believe you've made it this far in life, which again goes back to your white privilege, that allows you to look at a cartoon like that and just you just see a woman jumping up and down rather than an entire people that have been marginalized and lampooned and made fun of for their looks for their entire lives. You know, Judge Antonin Scalia, I think, said it best. He said it kills me and I'm offended that the flag gets burned, but I believe in the First Amendment. I, I, don't, I, I don't see where that has I anything think, to do with, especially when we're in a country in, in which slavery uh, in, in, on through Jim Crow laws and through segregation still exists. Uh, we have a, 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 a prison pipeline for young black males. So like for to you to go, you, you look at things in a, in a vacuum. Um, and I'm sure when you look at things in a vacuum, all things are equal. Uh, you know, a rock falls as, as, as quickly as, as a bird's feather does, but things are not equal. I'm uh, sorry you feel that way about me, Al. I didn't know that, and I yeah, appreciate I'm really, you telling I'm me really, that, but every I'm sorry. Day, every day, I'm embarrassed. I don't want to talk to you because I don't want to normalize you and your hate speech. I'm really, uh, me working with you will be the biggest regret of my career.